Benny Buckets. We are Line Breakers Sports, um, and we have a podcast now. So we're no longer on YouTube. We're switching over to Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, so welcome. It's been a long time, um, and this is going to feel good to say. But Benny Buckets, how are you doing today? I am good, sir. We are we are back. It's been a almost a full calendar year. Our last yes. YouTube vlog was uh, the the week before Super Bowl Fifty Six, and now we are back. In uh, in audio form, not in living color, but we are back in audio form because that's what all the cool kids do. They they go to the podcast route, uh, right? We have episodes on YouTube. Uh, yes. <laughs> we're making it more um, we're making it more available to everyone, so you can pop it on when you're driving into work, driving back from work, and at lunch while Correct. you're at work, whatever. So um, correct. So we are back and. We are excited. We have had some new, uh, new, some new gambling ventures. There has been some, some life changes for for the game day, Greg, and, and the Benny buckets here uh, since we last spoke last uh, February. But uh, we are excited to be back. Uh, game day, yeah. Greg, still there in Mississippi. Uh, you know, uh, he's still rubbing, here, rubbing rubbing elbows with with Lane Kiffin and the Running Rebs, and I'm still here in in the in the great state of Arizona. Uh, you know, ready to embark in two and a half weeks on Super Bowl Fifty Seven, about two and a half miles from the game site. So we are excited to uh, to be back with you. Absolutely, and I have a feeling we're gonna have different picks. For who we gets may, there. we may, we may have some different picks. Uh, we uh, we have got some stuff. We're gonna get in, I think, to the NFL first. We uh, we will we will pop, pop up the lines here. From uh from Caesar himself, we're not going to show the white screen like uh, those of you. Yes, yeah, so if you are day one linebreaker sports fan <laughs> on YouTube, we used to show, uh, or Benny Buckets, I'd say, used to show his camera or his phone screen um, with the bets, and every time it was just white, pure white. You, you couldn't yes. read anything. Just kind of like that, it wouldn't focus. So everyone was just looking at a white screen the whole time, yes, and like, with with the white screen. Well, that was the Caesar. Unfortunately, the Caesar we can't that but i'm sure we'll make it up somewhere shape or form in some audio way so yes uh yeah there, let's uh there will definitely let's, be let's, opportunities for with the confusion absolutely we love the, the with the confusion what, what game do you want to start with here well we'll start in chronological order here so we'll start with the uh what game day greg uh go first here uh we'll give the lines and then we will uh we'll let greg with go with the analysis the gg analysis as it were uh we have the san francisco 49ers at the Philadelphia Eagles game is on Sunday, January 29th, this Sunday, for all of you who don't know what January 29th is. Uh, and the game will be at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, 1 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, or uh, noon Pacific Standard Time. I am not sure what time it is in Hawaii. I believe it's I believe it's 10 a.m. Hawaii time, but you know, if you're okay. in Hawaii and you're listening, my apologies. Uh, the line is as follows. The Eagles are a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the Caesars Sportsbook app as as we record this on uh, 2.39 p.m. Pacific – oh, sorry, 2.39 p.m. Eastern time on Thursday. Uh, minus 115 if you want to take the Eagles. you got to lay a little bit more juice in the customary 110. San Francisco is plus two-and-a-half, minus 105. The money line is as follows. San Francisco is plus 122. 
So if you bet $100 on the money line, you would profit 122 on San Francisco if they win. And then Philadelphia minus 145, meaning you have to bet $145 to win 100 if Philly wins, if you bet on the Eagles money line. And the total is both minus 110 on both sides, and you bet 110 to win 100 at 46 points. So we'll let Greg tackle this here if he wants to give take on – we only got to pick one of the either the total or the po- total points, but if he wants to give takes on both of them, go for it. And that is where we stand yeah, with the blue line. Yeah, kind of do what we want here. You know, new rules, new podcasts. New podcast, you know? new podcast yes, yes. I've got some pretty strong insights on this game here. Um, I feel very, very strongly on the 49ers. Um, they, this is a team that's been here, done that. They have better skill position players. If we want to get into that, um, I'll take Debo, Debo Samuel, uh, Brandon Ayuk, Kittle, uh, McCaffrey over, um, you know, Devontae Smith, AJ Brown, um, Goddard and Sanders there. So, um, and I like Niners defense better. So I don't know why this line is even favoring the Eagles. I guess, I mean, home field advantage, but um, yeah, give me the give me the 49ers on the spread. Give me the 49ers on the money line. I'm very, very confident in this pick. Um, Eagles are a team that hasn't played anyone in the regular season. I mean, I understand they have a fantastic record, but play somebody that's over 500 and in playoff contention, you know? Um, so... I don't know. I, I like the over, the money line, and the spread with the 49ers. Well, in fairness, they were 4-1 and one against the two other playoff teams in their division this year. I mean, if you include the, the win last week against the Giants, so they did play them. But I guess if you call them playoff teams, sure. I mean, The Cowboys, 12-win yeah. Cowboys aren't a playoff team? No? Not, not good enough for you? They, yeah, I, I guess. They won a playoff game, after all, on the road, so I mean. That's about as far as they're going to ever go. Probably, <laughs> yeah. Well, with Dak Prescott, yeah, the, the Cowboys will go just about as far with Dak Prescott as the Bills will go with Sean McDermott. So uh, I agree we're not. Even, we're getting into this early, huh? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> this is a hot topic here. Greg, 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 Greg has a man crush on the bald-headed Sean McDermott, uh, which I no. like. Me can't understand, but and somebody off the street and polish him to be a better coach than somebody who's taken uh, Sean, Bills Sean, to the play. Sean Payton, thank you very much. I believe he's available, but uh, you know. So uh, anyway, well, else would you put? Uh, I would take. I, I as we discussed before. Uh, I know you don't like this. I would take Brian Flores, right. who also happens to be bald headed, yeah. but I like him better as well. So you know. But uh, anyway, we digress. Let's get back as we typically do. We get on. Uh, we get on a tangent here. We will get back yeah. to the picks. But That's uh, a preview for you. Little uh, preview. Little little preview. Yes. But yes. Uh, uh, just- how do you do? You like the over or the under? You like the game total? Over, over. He likes the over. Okay. Like points in both games, but I'll I'll take over the forty six money line on the Niners and the spread. All right, but you prefer if you had to pick in your confidence, you prefer taking the the Niners on the spread or you prefer the over on the points? Spread. I'll take Niners on the spread. Niners on the spread. Okay. I am going to, as as uh, as Greg kind of alluded to here at the beginning, we do see this game differently. I do like the Eagles. Now, uh, full disclosure, I do have an Eagles futures bet, two Eagles futures bet, actually, on the them to win the Super Bowl. And I do have them, uh, a futures bet on them to win the NFC Championship. Both bets were placed back in November. Uh, I think I got the Eagles a plus 500 to win the Super Bowl at the time and plus 250 to win the NFC. So 
Um, I am actually taking the Niners uh, on the money line, but only as a hedge. So I don't actually think the Niners are going to win this game. Uh, the Eagles have a better offensive line. Um, Brock Purdy has never played a road playoff game. Uh, Brock Purdy, if you look at the defenses he's played, um, except for the Cowboys, uh, have been very mediocre. And even last week against the Cowboys, he was pretty mediocre. So um, I There's like the power of Mr. Irrelevant. You know, There's I something... guess. I mean, he could be the next Tom Brady. As Tom Brady goes out of the league, this could be he could t- pick up the torch, I suppose. But uh, I just don't see it. I, I just think that Hertz is going to be able to uh, play well. I think that the Eagles defense is underrated. While I agree, not as good as the Niners defense. Uh, I still think that the Eagles are going to win the game. Uh, I think fairly convincingly. I think by seven to ten points personally. So I like. With that being said, I like the Eagles. Wow. I like, I like the Eagles here on the uh, on the spread. I would lay the two and a half. I would even look at potentially an alternate spread here in this game, personally, yeah, yeah. Uh, since Perfect. I like them. Since I like them by seven, uh, I would think about. Let me see here if I can get back to the app. If I will, uh, I guess for six and a half. If it's two and a half now, I'd say plus 160. Good guess. Plus 152. So I like the six and a half. I even like the alternate spread here. Eagles minus six and a half getting plus 152. Positive money there. $100 better than that. you 152 if the Eagles win by seven or more. So I do like the alternate spread there. Wow. Um, I don't think this will be a particularly close game. So I do. I, I, again, I think it'll. Be, I think it'll be competitive. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think they're going to win 31 to seven like they did against the Giants. I think it'll be more competitive than that. But I don't see I don't see the Niners being able to put up, you know, I don't see the Niners being able to put up much of a fight uh, in terms of it being a real close game, like a field goal type game. I don't see that happening. So give me the give me the Eagles minus two and a half. Again, full disclosure, I am on the Niners, but only for hedging purposes here, folks. So give me the Eagles minus a two and a half if I was picking this and I had no hedging uh, investment in the in the particular game. Um, all right. So we got, we got that covered there uh, in terms of the total. I agree. This is something I do agree on. I do agree with game day. Greg. I like the over here. Uh, I think the Eagles are going to put up somewhere between 20 and 24. Um, actually probably about 28, 24 to 28. I think the Eagles will put up. Okay. So then I only basically need, I'll only need about 18 to 20 out of the Niners to cover that. So I do like the over on the, on the game total as well. Uh, I think the game, I think this should be about 48. I think it's about two points of value here that you're getting on the over. So um, next game up, of course, uh, I'm going to go first here, if you don't mind, uh, since uh, we're well, first on I, I the, think we have different picks here anyways. We may have different picks, we may have different picks, but uh, this game opened up, oh, by the way, just so you guys know, the game opened up Eagles minus one and a half in this game on Sunday uh, when the um, matches were determined. No, the Eagles. No, the Eagle. I'm talking about the last game. I'm just giving people oh, okay. context. And it it zoomed all the way up to to um, Eagles minus two and a half, minus one ten, and now it's minus one fifteen. I think it'll sit there. If it goes to three, there's gonna be buyback on the Niners. So I think you're gonna see this settle in at two or two and a half. Um, and it's been sitting at two and a half since late Sunday night. So I don't think this is moving anywhere, folks, in terms of the spread. Uh, from the for the Bengals and the Chiefs, we'll give you that right now. Current spread is the Chiefs are favored by a point, minus one, minus 110. So basically a pick and game, folks. Uh, if you like the Chiefs or you like the Bengals, 
or if you like the Chiefs, you take them on the spread. If you like the Bengals, you'll take uh, you'll take them on the money line because basically a pick them game. The chances of a one point game actually happening are are fairly unlikely. Uh, I would say infinitesimally small, less than five percent chance of that happens. So uh, the Bengals are plus one, minus one ten money line. The Bengals are plus one hundred. Chiefs are minus one twenty. Total points in the game forty seven, minus one ten to both sides. Interesting that this line has actually, unlike the Eagles line, which has basically stayed the same, Eagles-Niners line, which has stayed the same since Sunday night, this line has moved a lot. So this game opened up as the Chiefs minus two. It went all the way. It moved three points in the matter of two days. On Tuesday night, this was all. This went all the way Tuesday, to Eagles. Two in the morning, it was Eagles yeah. plus, or Eagles minus two, wasn't it? Uh, no, I'm talking Eagles. about the Chiefs game. Yeah. Chiefs, Chiefs. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Bengals, Bengals. It was, it was, it was Bengals minus. It went all the way from Chiefs minus two to Bengals minus one on Tuesday, and now it's settled back in. Last night it was a pick'em game, and both teams were minus one ten on the money line, and 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 on the spread it was a zero point. It was a pure pick'em. Now it's back to Chiefs minus one. So there's been buyback on the Chiefs. So the early money came in on the Bengals. More recently, probably public money has been coming in on the Chiefs, um, and now it's it's at minus one as we speak. And I would expect this line to move again. I don't think this is where it's going to end. I would expect this line to vacillate between Chiefs minus two and Bengals plus one. I think it'll end up somewhere in there, obviously. But um, and the totals forty seven. If I didn't mention it, minus one ten to both sides. So um, because you know, for you those of you who have followed us since day one, this is uh, this is an interesting game because this is my Wow! Give me, give wow. me the, give me the Bengals, give me the Bengals on the money line here, folks. Uh, yeah, I, I'll give, I'll, I'll take the ten points of value, the ten percent percentage points of value here. Hold on, hold on. Before we get further here, I, I must say there is a little rust on the upset special. <laughs> I, I don't think the vocal cord <laughs> up before before the upset special was had there. It uh, sounded well. like he just he's a dry toast, and then just tried to say upset special. <laughs> And, and I don't necessarily agree with the upset special pick here because it's only a one point upset. <laughs> it's still an upset. There's still the underdog. It's still an upset special. Uh, it's still an upset special. I don't know okay. what to tell you. I mean, then there's only two games we're picking. I guess, I guess one by, of them has to be by pure definition. This has to be the upset special because <laughs> I'm on the favorite in the other game. So that can't be the upset special. Right. So no, you're is, right. This is, in fact, my upset special. Yeah. Uh, I think it comes down to this. It's a saving that came out of last week, and I said it before the Bills game last week. If the Bengals line with three backups holds up, the Bengals will win this game easily, in my opinion. And I said the same thing last week against the Bills. I didn't understand for the life of me why the Bills were a six-point favorite. Uh, the Bengals are the Bengals and Niners are the two hottest teams in football. Both, I believe, have nine-plus game winning streaks coming into this uh, championship round. Um, so I, I, I really don't understand this. Plus Mahomes on a high ankle sprain, folks, that's a three to six week injury typically at a minimum three weeks. And he's going to play a week later. Now I think that, I think it's actually going to be worse this week than it was last week. The, that is going to swell up on him. I mean, they're not going to ever admit this, the chiefs, of course, from competitive advantage standpoint, but that's going to swell up on him. He probably got through the game last week on adrenaline. Well, there'll be adrenaline you know, for sure in a championship game, but not after it's been uh, swelling up and it's going to probably be at its worst point this week and next week, that injury. 
So I, I just don't see, I think, you know, it'd be one thing if it was, uh, I don't know, a guy like, you know, Aaron Rodgers who had a high ankle sprain who doesn't run much or Tom Brady, but a big part of Mahomes' game is his elusiveness and his be able to scramble and not only scramble as in terms of running, but getting out, uh, getting out of sacks and getting, you know, getting away from pass rushers. That's a huge part of his game. And that's going to be severely limited. Not to mention, uh, while the Chiefs do have a very good offensive line, the front for the Bengals with Trey Hendrickson, Sam Hubbard, and DJ Reader specifically, that's one of the best fronts, uh, defensive lines in all of football. So I think they will be able to get pressure with just three or four, like they were able to, like the like Bengals were able to against the Bills. And I expect the Bengals to win this game. Uh, I don't think it'll be a blowout. I think this will be more of a three to seven point game. I, I definitely think this will be a one score game. Uh because the Chiefs do have a ton of weapons, but uh, I and and the fact of the matter is the Bengals have beat them three straight times, and I think they have a chip on their shoulder after the NFL sold neutral site playoff tickets for a potential Bills uh, Chiefs game, uh, AFC Championship game in Atlanta. So they did mention that uh, after the game last week, the Bengals were pretty fired up about that. So I like the Bengals here. I like the Bengals to win. I like the Bengals to obviously cover because they're the underdog. So I like both the other. Uh, the money line and the spread. I honestly don't think it makes any sense to take them on the on the spread plus one. Uh, get the ten percent points. Get the ten percent. The ten percent in value. Uh, you know the chances of them losing by one is just like I said, probably three percent, two percent. It's just super small. One that the game will be a one point game, and two that they'll they'll be on the losing end of it. So you know, give up the ten percent. You know, get get the ten percent value. Take that ten percent value. Take them on the money line. Take them plus one hundred rather than minus one ten. Getting a point that doesn't make any sense to me. So, uh, that's where I'm at on the side. Give me the Bengals as the upset special, and then on the total. This is an interesting total. Uh, the chief the the Bengals defense has had a lot of success against the Chiefs, and the, just in general, they've had a lot of uh, success. A very underrated defense. Uh, Luana Rumo, clearly one of the top uh, coordinators and defensive coordinators, assistant coaches in the league, uh, still has not gotten any play for head coaching opportunities, which is interesting considering how good the defense was last year in the playoffs and, and how good they've really been all year. But under the radar, it's not a whole lot of huge names there that you've heard of before. No, no Nick Bosa or Micah Parsons or Hassan Reddick types on this defense. So it doesn't get the shine that a lot of the other teams in the playoffs have gotten. Um, so it's kind of a hard one. I would avoid this total. Uh, I wouldn't, if I had to pick it, I probably actually would go with the under. I, I, yeah, I don't love it though. It's just, it's, it's, it's not one I feel confident in at all. Uh, if I had to play it, actually, I'd probably tease it uh, along with the Bengals. I tease the Bengals up to seven on a six point tease. And then I would tease the total down from 47 to 41 and take the over. But again, it's not something I would do. Uh, I would, I would just avoid this total. To me, the only way to play this game is to play the side and play the Bengals. So uh, give me the Bengals on the money line. Uh, I'll forego the points uh, or forego the one point on the spread. All right, Benny Buckets, thank you very much for that very in-depth analysis. (laughs) I was able to make lunch. So thank you, thank you. So I'm so I'm surprised I'm surprised you weren't able to to make lunch and dinner with that analysis. But hey, yeah, I was able to make lunch and eat a a slow cook, a slow cook, slow cook. Right, (laughs) it's okay. No, see, that's a very technical analysis. Um, I'm going to get the other side of it here. Uh, Of course, give me the Chiefs. 
uh, money line spread. Give me the over in the game. We're going to be more opposite in this uh, championship round here. He has <laughs> Bengals, Eagles. I have Chiefs, Niners here. A um, couple of different reasons. One, I want to address that Joe Burrow video that's going around. I don't know if you saw this, Ben, of him throwing that practice ball and spinning around as the ball's going in the air. I did not see this. Uh, I am not on the TikTok, so I did not see this video. Very, very cool video. You can find it on Twitter, I'm sure. Um, but it was basically he threw his last practice ball up. It was a go route on the sideline, and he's like doing a full spin, and the, it's like a slow mo uh, shot of him like spinning around, and the ball still going in the air. Very, very cool. Whatever. But there's not 32 other quarterbacks that could do that in the league. Because all you're doing is spinning around after throwing the ball. I mean, you haven't seen the video, so of course this isn't going to be a very um, useful conversation. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, go check that out. Um, okay. I think that's overhyped. Um, secondly, Eli Apple. I, I, I can't root for the Bengals um, I, emotionally. Um, as you guys know, we are, well, at least I am, a diehard Bills fan. Ben likes to yeah. bet against he picks, he picks on the he every, picks the yeah, Bills every week, no matter who they're playing and what the yes, circumstances. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, he basically just chooses against them every every chance he gets, but that's okay. Uh, it's an um, emotional hedge. Emotional hedge. Emotional hedge. Sure. Um, so yeah, what Eli Apple? Um, he's just, in my opinion, a trash human being <laughs> for um, making light of Demar Hamlin's situation, um, as well as some of the responses he's had on Twitter. Um, but that's okay. Um, I can't believe I'm saying go Chiefs, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think the Chiefs win this game. So and, this is an emotional pick. This is an emotional pick because you don't like Eli Apple. It's still, I mean, the Chiefs have been to the AFC Championship game five years in a row now. I mean, it is quite the feat. Sure, but they've lost two of them at home. All of them have been at home and they're two and two. So they're not sure. a guarantee lock to win. Not a guarantee, but... I don't know. I I think the Chiefs run game could also be um, sneaky here. Isaiah Pacheco, I don't know what his um, total is for over under in yards, um, rushing yards in the game, but I would potentially look on the over. Let's, let's see. He's going to get at least 10 to 15 carries in this game. Um, and all he's got to do is bust one or two of them. He is elite. 47 and a half 40, on the Caesar Sportsbook app. 47 and a half. Minus 135. You got to lay the juice there. Oh, got to lay the juice there. Yeah. Lay the juice. Uh, interesting. But, yeah, no, I would definitely take the over on that. But, yeah, no, just give me the Chiefs. Um, ben here done that um, and those reasons I mentioned before. So, Ben's looking at a uh, Bengals-Eagles uh, Super Bowl. I'm looking at Chiefs-Niners. So, um, so let us got, know. We got the animals against the uh, the the, uh, the the Seminole tribe and the – the gold, uh, the gold diggers, not not the not the gold diggers, but the gold diggers. Yes, uh, the Chiefs mascot manifest not, destiny days. So. Uh, their fan, their super fan. There, um, I don't remember his name, but he used the same mask that he wears at the games to rob banks in the local area. <laughs> Interesting. Well, um, that's, uh, so. that's good. <laughs> yeah, more, uh, more interesting information. Right, thought thought that be provide some uh, value for a game there. Um, so you like right. the Chiefs and you like the over. Okay, very good. Chiefs like the over money line. Yep, spread all that. We do um, agree on one thing. We agree on the over in the Niners Eagles game, but that's it. 
that's it. Well, yep. That's okay. It's okay. All right. Uh, all right. That's cool. That's uh, NFL Championship Weekend uh, picks and preview brought to you by nobody yet because this is our first episode. Um, so hopefully you guys are even hearing us right now because we don't know how long we've been going here. Um, so, all right. You want to do, you want to talk about the game last week? Is that too sore of a subject or In the Bills game? Uh, I mean, what? sure. Yeah. I mean, not the Giants game. Yeah. Oh, okay. Not the Giants game. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. The Bills were, uh, want to get into this McDermott talk? I mean, listen, they, I've been saying this. I've been saying. I've been saying. There's four. Th- I've been saying this for for two. The, well, the first two is a is is an incontrovertible fact we've known for our whole lives. Death. There are four things guaranteed in life, and I've been saying the latter two for the last two years. Death and taxes are, are the first two, and that's been since the beginning of time. And the last two are that the Cowboys will never win a Super Bowl with Dak Prescott at quarterback, and the Bills will never probably they'll never win a Super Bowl, but likely will never make a Super Bowl with McDermott as coach. So. Uh, I, oh, the life. If you're saying probably and likely in, in, in one of they, them, they may make the Super Bowl with McDermott, but they're not going to win it. I'll say that. That I can guarantee. Uh, the Cowboys will never win a Super Bowl with with Dak. That I can also guarantee. So, That's never going to happen. The Cowboys will never win a Super Bowl with Dak, and the Bills will never win a Super Bowl with Sean McDermott. And probably, and they also probably won't ever make a Super Bowl with McDermott. But they'll never win a Super Bowl with with McDermott. They might make one. In fairness, all right, Bills fans, uh, but, please don't turn off uh, that. <laughs> That is not the sentiment of the uh, whole podcast. Now, here. now, there's a reason uh, that I say this. Uh, really messed the, up. What? It, uh, yeah, I'm sure it is. The in-game, the in-game. Well, first of all, the Bills just weren't ready to play that game. And when you get smoked like that, uh, and you are playing, you're playing off. You know, you're playing off off ball coverage and off receivers eight yards down the field when the when the down and distance is third and four. Uh, against the Bengals, and you're playing an eight-yard off Jamar Chase. I mean, you might as well just don't even play the down. Just, 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 just forego the down, forego the pitch and catch. Just let them have it. That way, there's no risk of injury. So we can and we can expedite and move the game further along. Because that's what the Bills did. All there was one example of that, I believe, on the Bills' 15-yard line, if I'm not mistaken, on a third and four on the Bengals, I believe, third touchdown drive um, when they went up 21 to seven. Uh, or 24 to 14, whatever it was, 24 to 10, whatever the score ended up being on their third touchdown try after they scored on the Mixon uh, reviewed uh, one yard, you know, touchdown scamper. But um, that's coaching. That's not being prepared. You know, it, it didn't come down to a missed field goal. It didn't come down to a double doink. It didn't come down to a muff punt. It didn't come down to a bad interception. If they were smoked the whole game, the game was over at 14 nothing. Let's let's be honest about it. Uh, I actually live bet. I had the Bengals in the game as an emotional hedge, but I live bet the Bengals uh, on the Dra- Draft Kings sportsbook at Draft Kings. Uh, Draft I was Kings. shocked that they were still an underdog. They were plus one ten on the money line after the Jamar Chase touchdown made seven nothing, and they were still an underdog. So I, I bet, I bet, I bet even more on the Bengals because it just had a feeling like it was not going to go their way. Um, and uh, yeah, I just, uh, I, the apt comparison, I've heard this on multiple places, multiple, I heard this on the Bills post game show, I've heard it in other radio programs in Buffalo, national programs. Sean McDermott is quickly becoming the Marty Schottenheimer of this generation, folks. And he'll win his 12 to 14 games probably every year because he's got Josh Allen. But when it comes to winning in the playoffs, uh, 
it just isn't going to happen in the, on a consistent basis, at least not in the latter rounds against the true heavyweight to the AFC. Right now, that would be, of course, the Bengals and the Chiefs. Um, and, you know, who knows? Maybe the, Char- the Chargers ever fire Brandon Staley, they'll probably get there. Uh, a lot, you know, Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars might get there at some point. Um, but, you know, there are a lot of great quarterbacks in the AFC, not so much in the NFC. And uh, it's not, it's going to be a lot harder over the next 10 years to get out of the AFC than the NFC. And I just don't think Sean McDermott is going to be uh, the coach to do it for the Buffalo Bills. The unfortunate thing is that him and the GM are tied at the hip. And I don't think the GM will fire him because the only reason he got hired in the first place is because McDermott said he wanted him there because there was no interview process for the GM. They just asked McDermott, who do you want? And Lo and behold, a week after McDermott was hired in 2017, Brandon Bean appeared uh, when no one really had heard of him prior to uh, being hired uh, with the Bills. So uh, the GM won't hold him accountable. So it's going to have to be up to the ownership group. And the ownership group, to say the least, uh, not, not, does not have the best track record. Uh, the Sabres, who the Pagulas also own, have yet to make the playoffs in a league where half the teams make the playoffs in the NHL. And uh, I just don't trust them to to steward the organization in the proper direction. Uh, it, it would appear that Terry Pagula has a much has as much auditory and verbal skills as our current president, the great Joseph Robin F. Biden the third. So uh, I don't have much faith in the ownership of the Buffalo Bills. So that is my take. I will uh, I will cede back to the game day here on the Bills uh, state of the Bills organization. But wow, I mean, yeah, that's not what I wanted to talk about. I mean, gee. I guess I'll have to talk to somebody else about my Bills problem. But uh, bringing in the spreads and Marty, I heard Marty Schottenheimer in that <laughs> in that one there. Oh boy, Gregor, well, Gregor I, Marty Schottenheimer, and then he just tuned out. He was no longer well, engaged in the conversation. Five percent of our viewer base is from Buffalo and now they have tuned out because Ben just went on a five minute rant about how <laughs> the doom and gloom. I think most of them agree with me actually so they probably didn't tune out. I think most people in Buffalo do not want um, to They tuned out once you compared McDermott to Marty Schottenheimer. I mean it's okay though. That's I mean All right. yeah. here's my t- here's my t- the game sucked but I think it comes down to roster construction more than anything, as well as play call. And who's play calling? Ken Dorsey. First year, give him a second year. Let's see how year two he adjusts. He's a smart guy. Uh, We know he's very passionate about um, his position, Um, a la the meltdown in the booth. Um, made sure that iPad was off <laughs> restarting and uh, yeah, he threw it against the camera there, but uh, yeah, no, I, I, I'm torn because I'm not as upset as other years about this loss just because it wasn't a nail biter or it didn't come down to the last possession or we miss a kick or whatever the case may be. We knew, I knew we were going to lose pretty much from the second quarter onward. Um, Ben's going to say, oh, first drive, Jamar Chase, whatever. Not first um, drive, 14 nothing was when I 14. thought they were done. Not Still, first, first, first quarter. Yeah, first um, quarter for sure. Yeah, first quarter. 14 nothing down, they had no chance. I, I think it comes down to, again, the line of scrimmage. The offensive line was garbage. 
um, Deion Dawkins was not a top 15 left tackle in that game. He just consistently got burned. Um, and the fact that they were rushing three, four most of the time and still getting pressure on Allen and forcing him to flush the pocket, not to the right. No, no, no. Allen's on fire when he goes to the right. Let's let's design plays for him to go to the left or stay in the pocket. Um, so I, I don't agree with the play calling. But again, I think that's just due to a rookie year. Um, things will get better there. But I, I'd like to see some more dogs on the, off, on the offensive line. Hmm. Give me some youth. I mean, Roger Saffold's old Mitch Morris here is in his thirties. Deion Dawkins. What was he? What year was he drafted? Was that? Uh, it was either 18 or 19. I think it was 18. I think it was eight? the year. Okay. So still, and then we got 17 Spencer. or 18. It's, I don't know exactly to be, I can look it up. I don't know. It, just, it comes down to the line of scrimmage and Cincinnati dominated on both ends, offensive and defensive line. I'm very disappointed in our defensive line. The fact that we could not generate a pass rush with um, some guys that you're picking up off the street to play offensive line is, is embarrassing. Um, so it, it comes 2017, down to Rob- by the way, two, two, I was right. 2017 <laughs> second round pick end of the second round, 63rd overall, but second round pick. Um, so yeah. Well, that, that, that's a point though. Just, I don't mean to, so just real quick to add some context to that. The bills when Von Miller was still playing before he got injured were fourth in, in, in win rate in terms of pass rush. And once he went out, they were 27. That's huge. So, I mean, that kind of speaks to that. They obviously he freed up, uh, matchups or he created matchups for the other guys on the line and, and he was still able to beat double teams himself so without right. him that there clearly was a distinct difference not only in just the pass rush but just the overall efficiency if you look at the bill stats from when he went out against detroit um and then bef- you know during that game and then pre- previously and then you look at their stats point per game yards per game dvoa there is a stark contrast from when you had miller in the lineup and when he was not in the lineup but Oh, agreed. And it, it was clearly showed there. Um, Tony Romo um, cloned him as the, as the closer, I believe. Yes. Um, Ariana Rivera um, nickname there. But uh, uh, yeah, no, it's it's sad. Uh, I, I hope we retool on offense. I hope we get some guys that could just run fast. Can't teach speed. I want speed and hands at the wide receiver position. Gabe Davis as their number two wide receiver is not the answer. He is a number three at best. When you're consistently dropping passes that need to be caught, it's just you just have to catch them. I understand that third and two play, that deep bomb, but that Davis needs to catch that ball. You're in the playoffs. Let's go. It wouldn't have um, mattered. They were still down 14 at the time. I don't think it would have mattered. Oh, that momentum, momentum. It's a game of momentum. But uh, yeah, no, I'm not going to talk much more about this because we, we could we could talk for hours. Um, about this stuff, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just excited for these games coming up here. Um, we're on two totally different sides, but uh, we'll, we'll see how the weekend goes. And um, I'm sure you'll be able to grill either uh, Benny Buckets or game day Greg on uh, next week's show. Um, yes. We should, I don't know if one of these things happen, uh, we're not video, so we can't like wear anything. I was thinking some sort of punishment, but uh, oh, well, yes. Oh well, <laughs> With the- we're not on video. So, uh, any bet? Any bets you have in tonight or tonight? So, 
folks, for context, we record on Thursdays and we're releasing on Friday. Um, so we actually judge how Benny Buckets did um, on Thursday, Friday morning, when you guys take a listen on Spotify or Apple Pod. I do. I got a couple in for tonight. Uh, one I got in for tonight, I got in yesterday before the goalie announcement, unfortunately. And oh, I wish boy. I had my bet back now, but it's not one I can cash out because it wasn't made on an app. It was made at the window. I took the Buffalo Sabres on the money line plus 150 at Winnipeg, but uh, – I would not advise that right now because uh, the Sabres are starting Eric Comrie, who who should not even be on the roster, folks. Uh, not not particularly right. not does not does not does not does not register compared to Uka Pekka Lukanen, the rising uh, large large and in charge, uh, ascending young prospect for the Sabres in goal number one, and then number forty one, who is also forty one, ironically, Craig Anderson. Right. Uh, 41 years of age, that is. Uh, also has played well, um, but he neither one of them are starting. And it'll be against the Jets, who I believe are tied for the lead in the Western Conference, or two points behind the Stars, something like that, a point behind the Stars for the lead in the Western Conference. Um, and they're starting a uh, goalie who is in the Vezina, probably top four, top five Vezina candidate in Connor Hellebuck. Um, so... Uh, I would not advise that, so I would fade that. I would, I would, I would not necessarily take the Jets either. You got to lay, I think, minus one eighty, minus one eighty five. So it's a big price delay, considering the Sabers have played well and they're two and zero on the road trip. But you, Greg likes the over. We can check that here. Let's see what the Caesars Sportsbook app has to say about the over. It's the Sabers to contend. They need to score at least three to four goals. Whenever Eric Comrie's in that, everyone and their grandmother knows that. <laughs> Um, there has, I don't think, I'm not going to look, but I don't think there's been a game where Eric Conroy's been in that and there's been two or less goals scored. It is six and a half, six and a half minus Bigger. 115 to the over. So, uh, yeah, I like the, and actually since that, since, since that move has been announced, it actually moved. So it's plus 150 yesterday. The Sabres are marginally, uh, more of a, marginally more of a favorite, uh, more of a dog, excuse me. They're plus 158 now on the Caesar Sportsbook app. Uh, Winnipeg is minus 190 for context. So, so that was one I had. Yes, eight 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 percentage points of value there uh, have been added to the Sabres uh, line. Uh, in terms of other bets, I have um, I have. Um, I we'll have get in, oh. into the one that we both have. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Oh. Uh, not not including those. Yes, I've got Cameron Johnson uh, over Cam Johnson of the Phoenix Suns over fourteen and a half points. Uh, let me pull up his stats real quick. He's just come off a torn meniscus. We'll leave it back for about a week now, but it is game since he's been back. Let me get it pulled up here. I believe you told me the past two games he's had over 20 points in the two games he, that he's been back. I believe that is correct, but I want to just confirm that here for a second. Let me get his uh, his game log up. Oh, actually, no. That is, that is not correct. That is not so he oh. had twenty four. He had twenty four points against Charlotte. That was uh, Tuesday night. So that his total is fifteen and a, fourteen and a half, folks. Uh, minus one twenty one is what I got it at. He only had eight against Memphis. Only eight against Memphis. So that's not great. But he had nineteen against Brooklyn. So he's two 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 of the three games since he's been back. Because um, before that he hasn't played since November. So two of the three games since he's been back, he's been go. over that total, over the points total, fourteen and a half. So we need 15 or more. I feel good about – excuse me. I feel good about that. Uh, another one I got for you guys, tennis, uh, Australian Open. 
this will, be on, this will be on late, probably about 3.30 a.m., 4 a.m. start here for the Australian Open tennis. Uh, we've got Novak Djokovic. Time for the so uh, yes. the people now. Yeah, so it'll be it will be rather late. It'll be rather late uh, if three, you're up. Like time three a.m. Central, three a.m. Eastern. What, what are we talking about here? Oh, I'm sorry. Three. It's going to be about three thirty a.m. Eastern time. Is what uh, Eastern. it can it can go longer depending the first match. It's the second match, so if the first match goes longer, it could get delayed or come on sooner depending on the outcome of the first match and the duration of the first match. But. <laughs> We'll drop this at 12.01 a.m. Friday, so you can uh, hurry up and, look and get your tennis pick in here. Yes, you have many. You, you might even get this on the podcast. By the time it's posted, it might be up right. before we'll the have match. To special announcement. Uh, listen to the pod for a 3.30 in the morning pick. <laughs> yeah, yes. A special, well, special Australian Open pick. I've got well, no – Tommy Paul – even close to some of the obscure picks Ben has. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'm gonna tell this story, but it's the first episode here. Well, let um, me let me fi- let me finish my pick. Okay. And go ahead. Yes, yes. Okay. I, I, I got the momentum here. All right, I've got momentum. Yes, yeah, so when you get going, we'll like you. Yeah. Stop you. just keep yeah. going. Right, it's like a freight train. It's hard to stop. Right. Uh, but anyway, so I've got Novak Djokovic against Tommy Paul. Tommy Paul, unranked American, first uh, first major semifinal against uh, you know probably the greatest. Maybe the GOAT, probably the GOAT, uh, one of the greatest of all time. I think he's got 21 majors. Um, that is Djokovic. Um, and what I've got is under 18 and a half games won in the match by Djokovic. The reason is not because I think Djokovic is going to lose the match, but I think he'll win it in straight sets, which would mean that he only has to win six games in each set unless it goes to a tie break, which I don't think is going to happen. So uh, I think he'll win in straight sets, six whatever six whatever six whatever that'll be 18 games uh and that would give me the under plus i'm getting a nice price on it plus 160 to the under which i think is a very good price he has done this in of his five matches he's done this in three of his five matches where he's won only 18 games and he's won in straight six six to whatever his opponent has in each set so i do like the under here Uh, i like the under and i love the fact that i'm this probably should be priced about plus 115 plus 120 and I'm getting plus 160. So I do like the candy I'm getting there on the plus side of the money. So I'll take that. Now, Greg, Andy, Greg, if you want to talk about the uh, some of the obscure bets. Obscure bets. Yes, this doesn't even scratch the surface of obscure when it comes <laughs> to bets here. Um, so I don't – geez, when was this? Uh, <laughs> two weeks ago now, three weeks ago. Ben is we, we we send our daily picks. You guys have been following along on Twitter. Um, three picks a day. We send them back and forth to one another. And he puts up a soccer play. Um, it was Ben. You're gonna have to help me out here with every every bit of detail in terms of the teams, the league. Uh, it was like the the Red River Giants, the the, the Green Forest Giants <laughs> against the freaking uh, oh frick oh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I can't uh, believe that. Uh, again, let me. Yeah, it was the grief. I think I, I'll have to look it up again. It was it was an FA Cup third round fixture for all of you soccer yeah. enthusiasts. Against <laughs> the Forest Lasers. I, I, this, anyways, let's get the correct teams here. Uh, yes, it was Birmingham City that I know. So Birmingham City is in the Championship or League One, as it were. Oh no, Championship. Excuse me, Championship. English Championship which is the division under the Premier League. So it's basically the AAA, if you will. The Italian League? No. Game? Not, no, it's the English Championship, not, not Italian League. It was so, it, 
leagues, though. You were telling me there was eight leagues. Uh, there are. There are like eight leagues in English soccer. And oh, the top league is the Premier League, which most people have heard of. Some people. Right. Most, most even non-soccer right. fans heard. have heard of. Then there is the championship, which is like the triple A, if you will, of of English soccer below the Premier League. And then there is League One, League Two, League Three, League Four, and so on and so forth. And and the the higher the league number, the worse the team, the lower level the 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 competition. Right. So now every year, every year in the Premier League, three teams get relegated, the bottom three teams get relegated. And then the top two teams in the championship get promoted to the Premier League, and then there is a playoff between, I believe, the third and four, or the the third and fourth team in the in the championship to get promoted to the play to the Premier League, and gotcha. this goes back and forth, and this happens in every league. So in the championship, sure. teams get relegated, and League One teams move up, and so on and so forth. So right. yes, yeah, so I believe it was the Green Forest. Let me look them up. Uh, by the way, folks, in our in our. Pre-production meeting, I guess we talked. We had a thirty-second soccer talk uh, segment that we were going to do, and we've already exceeded that. So we will not even be bringing that up. <laughs> so um, they are the Forest. By the way, just so for context, they have the Forest Green Rovers against Birmingham City. Okay, and Birmingham, I had okay. against the Forest Green Rovers here, and the, I believe Birmingham City was League Two, and no, Forest Green no League Birmingham League. City was the championship, and Forest Green Which, Rovers is League One. Matter of fact. Oh jeez. Okay. So, anyways, he's like, "Watch this game. Um, and it'll it'll be fun." And I'm like, "Okay. Uh, what else do I have better to do?" It's on ESPN Plus, the Ocho for ESPN Plus. Yeah, this is actually a game we could watch. Uh, some of the games he has over there. Yeah, yeah. You have to, you have to get on top of the, get on top of the roof and uh, jump size he can to get the antenna <laughs> off. To, yeah, some of his uh, Mexican <laughs> soccer. But anyways. Um, I, so I turned it on and <laughs> it probably exactly what I expected. I gave it 15 minutes of, on the, on the game clock here. I had some takeaways. One, these jerseys I thought were the exact identical jerseys to my fifth grade soccer team. <laughs> they were neon yellow or neon green with black, like tiger stripes. It was was exactly like my fifth grade soccer team. So um, props to them on either um, going for that look or needing to uh, up the budget on uniforms. But uh, anyways, so it's very easy for them to see. And as a colorblind person, I certainly appreciate that. Um, secondly, the stands. I think I, we have more stands at my high school football team than we, we did there. Uh, <laughs> There were about 18 seats, uh, two benches for the people behind the goal. <laughs> um, so th- there wasn't much seating. I think I think they said on the broadcast it was maybe 3,000 seats. Um, yeah, it was about 2,800 with uh, 5,000 capacity, including standing room, I believe. So, yes. Yes. And then – so, okay. So that was, that was the aesthetic, I guess, the view, uh, if I'm looking at it on, on my screen. We're getting to the broadcast, what they actually say. Within the first 15 minutes on the game clock, the guy goes, um, Forest Green Rovers are the first vegan soccer team um, of the whatever league they're in or, or playing or whatever game they're in of this tournament. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. This, this, is, this is a stat we're saying in the first 15 minutes. <laughs> 
<laughs> we are in prime soccer time here. <laughs> We're talking about the first vegan team to be in the league. Um, so oh, man. that happened. Um, there was about seven minutes of actual play and eight minutes of the ball being out of bounds and them having to chase it. You didn't and mention the, the nice the nice kick though from outside the box. Oh, not by the, oh, oh, okay. Okay. in a second. Um, the little seven minutes that were um, eight minutes chasing the ball around. Um, but don't stop the clock when it goes out of bounds. You need to kick it from the corner or whatever. Anyway, we'll, we'll just make up a time to add at the end. It's not the exact time, but we'll just make up some time. I have a number behind my back. Hey. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so we actually get to gameplay, and there is this guy. I had no idea. <laughs> I don't even know what nationality. Um, huh. He had a bend it like Beckham kick um, within the first, I'd say, I think seven minutes of play where he hit it in the upper 90. It was beautiful, beautiful goal. Um, that was about the only exciting thing to happen um, in the broadcast. Um, I gave it 15 minutes. I told Benny Buckets I would gradually work my way up in soccer viewing. I can't take the whole uh, 90 minutes at one time because that'd just be overwhelming and I want to give an honest review. So there is my review of uh, soccer. So this ended up being almost 10 minutes of soccer talk. Um, well, luckily for you, luckily for me, I had Birmingham there plus 110 on the three-way money line and <laughs> <laughs> they did come back. They were down one nothing to the bottom team in the League One, which is what Forest Green Rovers are. They did come back and win in the second half, uh, two to one. Uh, yes, yeah. um, but luckily for you, Greg, because you're so enthused about the soccer, the top two teams in the Premier League table or the standings, if you will, are meeting tomorrow in the fourth round of the FA Cup, and that match is in fact on ESPN Plus. So that is something that you will be dialed into and look. Ah, uh, what what time? What time do I have to? That is that is a two p.m. Central kick. Two p.m. Central uh, kick. Game probably around one. Probably get an hour of pregame and before that. Okay, yeah. all right, let's do that. Yeah, yeah. So you got you got you got Arsenal playing. I believe it's at no. It's I think it's Arsenal at Man City. If I'm not mistaken, I can look I it up. Heard both of those teams before. Okay, you have right, heard so... of both those teams. Those are the two best teams. Uh, Arsenal has, I believe, a six or seven point lead on Man City in the mm. Premier League table. But this is not a Premier League match. This is a FA uh, Cup, a, a Football Association Cup match. I'm getting so sick, unfortunately, of all this soccer talk. <laughs> this, is... <laughs> this is exciting. Uh, oh well, the, the match is it. I was right. The match will be at the Emirate. The sorry, the Etihad Stadium. In uh, in Manchester, it will be a Manchester City home fixture. So, That's not the first stadium. I didn't think you were going to say on this podcast here. Um, over there. All right, perfect. Benny Buckets has, as you guys know, he loves his stadiums and the location of stadiums, especially if they're not associated with the city that the team name represents. The so, stadium uh, is due north. It's about four miles due north of Old Trafford, as you, many of you have heard of uh, Manchester United's home ground. So, yes. okay. So we're giving up soccer talk for the next two uh, weeks here. Um, all right. I thought he was going to say the next two years, but uh, okay. No, 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 two weeks, two weeks. Uh, no. By the I'm way, quick, quick soccer bet uh, tomorrow for you folks. Take the over in that game, over the FA Cup, over the two and a half. Right now you can get about one, minus 160 on DraftKings. I, I, li- I like it better if you could parlay it with something else so you, so you don't have to lay such a high price. But I do like the over. Over two and a half goals, minus the 160 uh, in that match. 
Man, I want to like bet on how many kicks there are of the soccer ball in the game. That that would make it interesting. How many you times? You can't do that, but you can bet on oh. the, the amount of passes in the game, and you can also bet on the amount of corner kicks if you like. That is something. Oh, you can I'll do passes. What's the? Is there an? Is there a line on passes? Uh, let me get. Let me get. Let me get the DraftKings app up. They typically Boys. have more soccer soccer related scenarios Boys. here. This if there is a line here on the amount of passes in this, <laughs> and we we take action. We are degenerates. Uh, FA Cup. Let's take a look tomorrow. We gotta get the. Oh, let me guess. The, let me guess it. All right, passes in the game. All right. Uh, let me see. It may not be. I know when. I know in the World Cup they offered it. They may no, not so... offer it in the Premier League. No. But total. No, it doesn't look like there's shots on target. You can bet on how to for a player to have a shot on target, a shot at the goal, but. Um... Either a, a goal or a save, a shot on target. Yeah, like you can bet on an individual player to have a shot on goal. You can do that. Um, it does not look like you can bet on the passes. That might have just been a World Cup scenario there. But actually, let me see game props. One second, still looking through this. Maybe it's under that's team it. props. Nope, that's not it. Uh, you can bet on corner kicks. It does not look like you can bet on the passes, though, unfortunately. How many corner kicks? Uh, you can bet. You can bet on the total corner kicks uh, in the whole what game by both teams, or you can bet on you can bet on individual team corner kicks if you just want to bet on I'll, one team's game. My my line would be six and a half. No, it's higher. So it's much higher. It's nine and a half total. Much. Three more minus that's a lot more. That's that's like 30 50% more, but minus Jesus, minus one, minus 125 to the over, minus 115 to the over. That's total corner kicks for the whole game. Now, if you want to take team corners, Arsenal is three and a half to the over, minus 130, uh, minus 105 to the under, three and a half, and then Man City is minus 145 over five and a half, plus 100 under five and a half. So so bet accordingly, folks. Bet accordingly. Yes. Uh, bet accordingly. On your fantastic Friday afternoons. Um, is a is a very significant match. The, the match will also be shown as a side note, uh, countrywide on national TV on Sports Rogers Sportsnet across all of Canada for for all those who may wow. be listening in Canada as well. It will be available to you. All our international uh, listeners. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. All right. <laughs> As I'm sitting in my uh, apartment living room here in Mississippi, and you're in your uh, home there in Arizona, so that's yes. uh, we're hoping we can reach we are, out. To the we Canada. are rather far from Canada from a geographical standpoint, as it were. But uh, yes. Um. All right. Cool. Uh. Let's save futures for the next show. Um. Sure. I know we we're gonna save futures, but soccer talk just took off and ran. That that was more exciting than the actual game, folks. That that talk there. <laughs> Um, so I, I would talk that soccer talk all day. I would just not watch. Um, all right. So I guess the last thing we got here. Well, is the question last, well, before you move on okay. to the last thing, will you be watching, will you be watching the game tomorrow? You have not answered this question. Yeah. This, for you guys. Big time game. I know you guys are going to want another review after that one. I'm sure. Um, so I will, I will. And I will also 30 minutes of game time as opposed to 15. Wow, look at him doubling up. Doubling. That means the up. next game you watch, he's going to watch 60 minutes of game time. This is impressive. 
So essentially, I'm going to be watching about 11 minutes of game time and 19 <laughs> minutes of them chasing the ball around um, and getting ready for their corner kicks and lining up. <laughs> fact, even though the ball's just flying in the air and no one knows where it's going to go, we're hoping that someone's head on the exact right angle for it to go in the net. <laughs> yeah, fun to stretch. That's how yeah. it works. Yeah. Yes. With as you right can foot. tell, as you can tell, Greg is not the biggest soccer or football enthusiast. Uh, as as you can tell, it's one of my lesser sports. Let's put it that way. Um, but that's he, okay. He prefers he prefers root canal or staying up till four in the morning watching Australian Open tennis to uh, to soccer. But that's okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well said. Okay, all right, all right folks. Uh, what was your last thing? You had a last thing here. So last thing here, yes, and it's actually the last thing. Okay. Um, Ladder challenge. So this has, this this craze has been taking the gambling um, world by storm. Um, it's a, I think it's really cool. Um, the, the idea of it is a 10-day challenge. You start with $10 and you double up each day. Um, some people do it in various ways. Assuming you win. Assuming you win. Correct. Assuming you win. Uh, you bet your winnings um uh, over each day, you keep doubling up, and some people do it in d- different ways. I mean, we've seen people do it with player props, do three or four player props to get pretty much even money. Meaning, if you bet ten dollars, you'll get twenty back. Um, and then, but we are doing it with just a single pick. Uh, we feel that picking ten games in a row is more feasible than forty plus player props that you would need. Um, but th- uh, that being said. Um, we, we successfully completed day one. We had the uh, Kraken on the uh, puck line there, the minus one against the Canucks. Right. Minus um, one, minus 122, correct. Yep. Yep. Uh, so that hit very convincingly, a 6-1 Kraken win. Um, that's a good call. It was 4 nothing uh, by, I think, midway through the game, with 10 minutes left in the second period. So it was a, that was an easy rocking chair winner there. Easy, right. Our first attempt at the ladder challenge. Uh, yes. With our, the yeah. under, the under on Milwaukee and Detroit in the NBA under two thirty two thirty seven and a half. They scored two eighty. That that did not go well. So. One thirty. So you can't start worse than that, folks. And we're yeah. back on the wagon here. Um. So day two, we have Arizona. We have some college basketball for you here. That's yes, college basketball. Um. Ben, why don't you go ahead and give it? Yeah, give we, got, we got. We got. It moved a bit here. Uh, it was five last night, but we were able to get it at a better price today. That's always that's always better. So always a good thing, should say. Uh, we've got Arizona minus four and a half, minus one ten, at Wazoo or Washington State. So we've got Arizona against the Gardner Minshews, uh, minus four and a half. So for twenty two dollars to win forty two oh two. So. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if that we'll see if that materializes, but uh, that could be with the interesting and uh, Arizona folks. Uh, probably not a great road team. They've already lost in conference on the road. Uh, they got blown out at Oregon, and they, they they I think they lost by fifteen at Utah. So not they're a much better home team than they are road team, as most college basketball teams are. You will notice a much a larger disparity in home court advantage in, advantage in college basketball say, than in the NBA for sure. But uh, we still like Arizona. Wazoo is under 500. They are, I believe, 9 and 12. Arizona is number five or six in the country. Uh, They should win this game by double digits, folks. This this line, while it is a road 
while I was on the road, it should probably be seven or eight, not four and a half. I like it. I think you're getting about three, three and a half points of value here. So we decided, we both agreed, we liked Arizona minus the four and a half. So that will be our $22 bet. If we win this, we will make it a $42 bet as our winnings would be a total of $42 on the next. So this is day two. Which will uh, be... Hopefully we'll get to day three tomorrow. So Yeah, exactly. So That is the thing. We, we may not bet every day, folks. Uh, yesterday, uh, two days ago, after we lost our first uh, challenge there with the uh, Milwaukee-Detroit uh, debacle uh, from a points perspective with the over uh, we had the under um we did not put in another bet so uh just restart because so so it does not mean that you have to put bet i mean some people do they put bets in 10 days or but it's better to have bet selection if you don't like a game uh then you can always pass and right don't force it you're not consistently by forcing your picks you do not you do not have you do not have to be like zach wilson trying to throw football folks Uh, Uh, yes perfect yes a little bit more conservative you can you can take the uh you can take the ryan Tannehill approach which is to never throw the ball down the field more than 10 yards but never get picked off so you can do that perfect great great analogy a little a little a little qb uh a little nfl qb analogy for you perfect that's what we like to hear um all right, folks. So I, I oh, what I, I did want to say, we should have had an alternate opening to this segment. Um, so this is our first episode. We don't do, you know, we're going as we are. We're we're going by the seat of our pants here. We should have started with, congrats to ourselves uh, for our day two win. Seeing as our viewers will be see- seeing this tomorrow, uh, so uh, I see. Congratulated ourselves um, for the day two win. Well, we don't want to be presumptuous, right? You don't want to assume the win, and that typically doesn't work in our favor. I- that you should go okay go out get arizona minus four and a half when the game happened the night before oh that's true that's true i'm just yeah. i'm just trying to look uh, on the positive side of things here um while we will not have a podcast till next week if we continue the ladder challenge if this if this wins uh it would be will, like we will post yeah. we will post it to twitter so you can follow it at twitter at linebreaker sports one that's at linebreaker sports one on twitter linebreaker oh. sports one uh, one second. I thought it was one. Maybe it's two. I apologize. Maybe I got the handle wrong, folks. Give me a second here. Oh, Wait boy. a second. Wait a second. As Mike Francis would say. Wait a second. What? No, you're right. I'm sorry. At Linebreakers, not at Linebreakers Sports. It's at Linebreakers 2. <laughs> at Linebreakers 2. I don't even know. I don't hey, even know our Twitter handle. So there you go. For all your new followers there. <laughs> yes. Uh, and a very nice, a very nice picture posting the uh, the ticket from yesterday showing our our victory on the Kraken. So, start um, so going there. You'll be able to follow all of our daily picks as usual um, and the ladder picks as well. So. Correct and the ladder picks, um, double up challenge, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. and then walk on Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts um, from. This is going to be fun. This is episode one. Well, that was that was great. Um, we certainly are going to be looking forward to providing you guys with some fantastic betting and sports content um, each week. Yeah. But, yeah. Do you have anything else for the viewers? No, I'm just I'm just glad. I think the most important thing that came out of this was the soccer talk and the fact that we were able to get uh, Sean McDermott and the fact on on audio on record that he will never win a Super Bowl with the Bills. So when that happens and he's oh, dis- listeners and he's discharged have- and he is discharged. And I am correct. I will be vindicated as uh, I currently am because they haven't won a Super Bowl. With. We already have drama here, and it's the first episode. All right. Um, what do we want to call our listeners here? Uh, Breaker Nation? What do we want to call them? Oh, man. 
I mean, we can go online, just line breakers. The, clo- the clones are already t- taken by Jim Rome, so we can't use that. Um, okay. Can't use something someone else is already using. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> I know. We'll think about it. We'll come up with something before the next Baker- episode. We'll have to give some thought. We'll Pop in my head. Well, yeah, let's get back. How about you guys tell us? Um, yes. What do you guys want to be called? Yes. Um, I know we have game day Greg Gang and uh, Benny Buckets <laughs> Brigade. <laughs> <laughs> the Benny Buckets Brigade, yes. Yes. That's more on the Twitter and the actual pick side. But yeah, uh, let us know. Um, anyways, I'm Game Day Greg and uh, alongside Benny Buckets here. Thank you for listening. Um, hope you guys have a fantastic Friday. Have a fantastic weekend and uh, happy betting. And then, oh, do you want to throw the disclaimer in real quick? Oh, yes. Uh, we're going to so- end. First, we're going to end with the disclaimer. Okay, this well, is- I did the disclaimer for those of you who are not aware. We have done a disclaimer in the past on our youtube vlog uh so uh betting does involve risk sports betting or or gambling in in general involves risk uh past performance is not indicative of future results and only gamble with with funds that you are able to lose uh do not lose your rent money do not lose your lunch money do not lose your social security money uh if you are not able to supplement it with other with other funds so that is the disclaimer for the first episode that's right, kids. Eat your apples. Don't take care. It's under minus four and a half. All right. That's all, folks. All right. See ya. See ya.